Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Carlotta, and welcome to the Carlotta Chatwood Show. I'm doing the format a little bit different tonight. Yeah, I know I normally start off with Mariah Carey or whatever. Tonight I'm not doing that because it's a really quick show, and I want to do some I'm going to try to have a quick show. Y'all know how I be talking stuff and be saying I'm going to have a quick show, but I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to have a quick show. I've got only, I've got like a few hot topics, and so I'm going to try to hit them and um, and uh, tonight, so it won't, I won't be, you know, like a, a normal session. It'll be me going through the hot topics, really uh, just going through the hot topics tonight, okay? That's the only thing I'm going to do. This weekend we'll be back to the same format, but for the week, I'm doing trying to do a new format where I just go strictly hot topics. Okay, all right, you guys. So I hope you guys have had a have a, had a fabulous start to your week. My week has been so good. It's been good so far. Hey, it's Monday. It's, it's good. Okay, it's been pretty good. Um, man, we got so much. Man, I could not, I don't even know if I should start off with Ja Morant, for ja Morant first because I couldn't believe it this morning. When my husband told me, he was like, uh, it was, uh, he's like, you know Ja Morant got caught again on video with a gun. I said, oh, that's an old video. That's what I was saying, you know, that's an old video. It cannot, it cannot be, you cannot be seriously out here. He can't, he doesn't have a new video. It was brand new. talking about fumbling the bag, okay? My God, a mess. So we're going to talk about him in a minute, child. Then we got Lil Wayne skipping out on this concert and this high inflation, in the middle of his concert allegedly, all this high inflation going on. Please. Ooh, I hope y'all got y'all money back in L.A., okay? And we got to talk about Jamie Foxx, the latest update about him. But, listen, let's first start off. Y'all know the drama has been going on with Brian McKnight and his family. I just saw this on um, on uh, uh, rhymeswithsnitch.com, and it talks about Brian McKnight Jr. exposes Brian McKnight Sr. Senior. So y'all can go to rhymeswithsnitch to see this, but it says, Over the weekend, Brian Jr. shared a post on Instagram linking to his mother, Julie McKnight, reading passages from her memoir, memoir about the time Get this, about the time that Brian, time Brian Sr. kicked her out of their marital home when Brian Jr. was five years old and brother Nico was two before moving in another woman and her children into their house. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, you know what? Oh, no, I know. What? What? So apparently she's going to be having a memoir out. Now, okay, so this is from the uh, Brian uh, Brian Cox uh, show, I believe, the Victor, uh, was it the Victor, sorry, the Victor Brooks show, okay? So we're going to use this, a little clip from uh, there, Victor Brooks show. Man, I cannot believe this. So she's telling a little story. This is Julie McKnight talking about, from her memoir, okay, and then the memoir is camping on the liver room floor, and it says on here, Julie McKnight shares a excerpt from her book, Mama Bear. We're supposed to be out this summer, child. Mm. 
Child, this sounds like that's a read. Okay? It sounds like that's a read. I'm drinking and talking to y'all because I'm messy. Okay? Y'all know how I am. All right? My listeners know. Okay? How I go. <laughs> All right? All right. So let's check this out. Okay? Okay, we got to get the audio up, y'all. The boys and I pretended that we were on a camping trip and made beds on the living room. Thought it was great. We watched a movie, ate our dinner, and and I laid with them until they were sleeping. I watched my son. This is the first time I read these out loud.
the one, you like a dream come true too, just want to be with you? Do I ever cross your mind anytime? You know what I'm saying? Let us know. And then there's the evil twin, okay? It's probably a few of them. Putting a woman out her house with your children. You know, and here's the thing. This is when she said they were young, allegedly. Now, shout out to Julia McKnight for not telling these stories earlier. Because, Lord, no, she could have she told these stories earlier and people would have been like, what? Because, you know, there was rumors out in these streets already, you know, regarding Brian, okay? So, wow, Brian McKnight, mm, that's, man, that is... Like moving in another woman and her kids. Oof. That's crazy. Man. Anyway. Child, so I don't know. You know, I've heard enough about Brian McKnight to last me... <laughs> For a while, okay? Cause he, I mean, and you know what? He's been trying to clean it up, allegedly, because he's been coming back on social media. But, sir, you brought it up. You trolled. It looked like you trolled your kids. Now they come. Now everybody's coming for you, okay? They seemed like they was quiet and wasn't saying nothing. And then he came on with that with his new family, started talking, kind of saying stuff. And they, like, they came for The dirt has come for you, Mr. McKnight. I mean, wow, just unbelievable. That's crazy. Put your wife and her kids out. Y'all can see that interview, I guess, on uh, on the Victor Brooks show, okay? Wow. Crazy, okay? All right, so this other one, right? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is the gift that keeps on giving. Why y'all every week on this show I'm talking about Nick? Nick, dusty ass. <sighs> oh, my God. This week, Nick Cannon tells us about his Mother's Day. Oh, I'm sure that was interesting. Nick Cannon says on his show, you know, Nick Cannon has a show with one of his baby mamas and two other women, okay? And Nick Cannon says he wrote the mothers of his children handwritten messages for Mother's Day. Then got the cards mixed up. This is in the Dusty Nick. Really? I thought. It would be really, really good to, you know, I could buy whatever. You oh, know. okay, going a different route. Yeah, to show people how you really feel, write it down. And I was doing handwritten oh, messages. messages from the I heart. I love that. Yeah. So How to deliver I, them? So then as I'm writing oh. a handwritten message, Uh-oh. I get the card. I know it. I know you were gonna say it. I know you were gonna say it. I know it. I know you were gonna say it. I just thought this song. I killed. I know you were gonna say it. And then so when one baby mama reads the card about how I feel about the other baby. Wow. See, if I would have just got some generic shit that everybody else got, that wouldn't happen. No, if you would have focused. Okay, that's from the Daily Cannon Live, but I bet he didn't get Mariah's letter mixed up. I bet that. And you know what's the real trip? 
Because the other baby mama, the one of the baby mamas, I forget her name. Is it Abby Delarose? Is that Abby up there? Okay. She's sitting up there like, ooh, ah. Like, like, he ain't talking about you. You one of the baby mamas he got mixed up. Like, she responding like she's not a part of it.
I can't imagine what's keeping y'all hooked. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's literally, it literally feels like the Twilight Zone. I have no clue what, what, what's going on with these chicks. Why? Why? Jamie Foxx's family spotted outside Chicago rehab. Okay, I thought Jamie was playing pickleball. Okay, I thought Jamie doesn't that what the daughter said he's out here playing pickleball. See, the daughter said he's out here playing pickleball. Okay, and he's at the rehab facility. Is he playing pickleball at the rehab? Now I'm for everybody keeping they stuff private, okay? I you know when it when it when you need to, but at some point you've got to kind of you got to all you got to do is inform the public, hey, he's uh you know he's doing better, you know he's at the rehab. You don't have to be saying he's out here playing pickleball, pickleball, okay? But TMZ is saying Jamie Foxx continues to receive medical treatment after his serious health scare last month in Atlanta, but now he's in a new city at a facility touted as a top physical medicine and rehabilitation center in the country. Jamie's family, including his daughters Corinne and Annalise, as well as Annalise's mother, Kristen Granis, were all in Chicago both Saturday and Sunday to spend time with Fox doing his continued care. While we still don't know exactly what happened to Jamie or why he's there, we know the facility specializes in stroke recovery, traumatic brain injury rehab, spinal cord injury rehab, and cancer rehabilitation. One source tells us Fox arrived at this facility in Chicago in late April after initially getting treatment in Atlanta Hospital, and sources connected to Jamie tells us he's recovering well. Jamie's loved ones appears to be in good spirits over the weekend. There are signs he's alert and active, including the fact Christian left the center with Mother's Day flowers in blue. Okay. Corinne, um, who has been spotted by her dead side from the start of his medical troubles, was also joined by her boyfriend or something. Okay. Listen. Um... My question becomes, why did you say he was out here playing? I just don't understand the pickleball. Maybe that was something funny. Maybe it's something Jamie told her to say. Tell him I'm at home playing pickleball or something. I don't know. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it seems rather confusing. I I think this really causes people to be more, um, uh, people to start making up more stuff, okay? Because if you, you said... He's a, you just criticized the press for saying, you know, telling lies about him, and now we find out that you he's not really at home, but he's in a rehab center in Chicago. Not that it's our business, but because he is famous, he's just saying, how can you be critical of the media and say that when you just did <laughs> And all this is going to do is cause people to be more um, – uh, to make up more stories, okay? Just really strange, okay? But I'm hoping Jamie is doing well and he's doing a lot better, okay? All right, this week, Naomi Osaka. Naomi, Naomi. We're going to talk about Naomi on here, okay? And I've had a few choice words for Naomi Osaka about, like, quitting tennis 
Well, no, no, because she said it was heavy on her mind. She said stuff was going on with her mind. It was too much. And she goes home, and she get pregnant, okay? You know, I'm like, I said, yeah, it was heavy on your mind. It was penis that was heavy on your mind. Okay? But it ain't my business. I mean, people do what they want to. But, I, but you know, okay? I'm just here to talk about it and get my opinion. Okay, apparently, Naomi don't like our opinion. Here's what she said. By the way, this is on her from ESPN, W and ESPN. It says, by the way, to the people that are suddenly concerned about my career, there are plenty of male athletes with kids that are significantly less accomplished. You might want to worry about them instead. Thanks for the concern. Might want to redirect it to someone that needs it, though. Not trying to make this a male and female thing, but let's be for real. Okay. Naomi, first of all, okay, men don't have the babies. Women do. And it affects their bodies differently. Not that I am against having a child. Babies are a blessing. I say it all the time out here. I said it when she was on here, when, when, I, when I heard that she was pregnant. My thing was that you just you were talking about stress. And all these other things that were keeping you from paying the game, but you just introduced a whole other factor that will add other stress. You know what I'm saying? But perhaps, you know what? Babies are always a blessing, and they're meant to bring focus when people get the whatever, get the situation. You know what I'm saying? Now, my personal opinion by Naomi and Science is that, you know, listen here. Okay, I mean, you're young in your 20s and you in love. And you might be a tennis star. Everybody ain't focused. Some people just want to be at home, be with their man. You know what I'm saying? Getting, you know. I felt maybe that was important for her. Well, I mean, you know, to release, like, just get the stress. Let me just shut up for y'all be mad at me out here. Okay? Okay. Naomi, we get it. Okay? Now, I hope you come back better and stronger. Not saying that a baby can't make you better and stronger. Just saying that, hey, you do have to, um, women have to uh, look at things a little different. But uh, let me let me read some of this article, okay? She said, it says, this is from Sports Illustrated. Naomi Osaka claps back at critics doubting her tennis future after pregnancy. Naomi Osaka cleared the year for those doubting her tennis career as she prepares to welcome her first child into the world with her boyfriend, rapper Corday. The four-time Grand Slam champion announced in January that she would miss the remainder of 2023 season because of her pregnancy with the expectation to return for the 24 Australian Open. On Friday evening, the 25-year-old tweeted her thoughts about the latest criticism from those who have taken interest in her tennis career since revealing she was pregnant. And I already read y'all that statement. Osaka withdrew from the 2023 Australian Open three days before she publicly announced she was pregnant. She has not played in a professional match since last September when she withdrew ahead of her second-round match at the Torrey Pan Pacific Open. Still, Osaka plans to return to tennis and revealed in a recent interview with Elise Soleil of Today.com that she is more concerned about the opportunity and the dream of playing in front of her child than playing in front of a million spectators, okay? 
I'm most excited about being able to have a kid in the stands and watching me play tennis and then being able to say, hey, that's my mom on the court, Osaka told Today.com. I think that moment would be surreal. surreal. I really look forward to the day, to that day, that it actually happens. It really does feel like a dream to think of my own child in the stands watching me, and I'm so excited that I've got that coming in the not-so-distant future. Okay, you know what? It feels like to me this this young lady, and this is my personal opinion, that she – uh, her her first desire was to play Serena Williams, right? And her desire was to beat her one day. After that, it seemed like she just started. It just was not going well. After that, it was like, my mind, I'm, I can't think. I need it's too much. The press is too much. Oh, everybody, I got it. It's too much. It's too much, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think personally, this young lady. This is just my personal opinion. She needs things to motivate her. And she might have become bored with tennis. This is my personal opinion. Okay, she was saying it was all these other things, but maybe it was that she was just bored. And now the idea of having her child in the stands may be another motivation, another muse for her of sorts. However, as I said before, once that baby get here and that baby be crying, but see, she can do it differently. She can. Do, this is what I'm just trying to tell you, young ladies. She's got money, okay, plenty of it, okay. She can afford nanny. I just want to always tell the young ladies out here today, be, listen, being, I know single mothers, and single mothers are some of the hardest working, some some single mothers, not all y'all, but some, like hardest working great mothers in the world, okay? But however, it's hard as hell. I've known plenty of okay, and they tell you it's hard. I said, child, I shouldn't have been. So when you guys see these celebrities out here, I know I come hard and stuff, but these celebrities try to introduce you to something that ain't kind of that's kind of crazy. And I mean, it's no offense to her, I'm not saying, but they got a lot of things around their finances, all kind of things that can help help. It's hard when you have a baby out in these streets by yourself. Now I say it's different when you're a woman over 40. Let me just explain, because your clock is ticking. Maybe you want to have a child real quick. But then I still think that you have to be able to start building a village around the child, okay? But being a single parent ain't no joke. And these celebrities be trying to make it look like it's all like, like, well, I can do anything. But not telling you they got nanny and, and, and people watching, they got, child, this, this is a whole different story, okay? Don't. Don't buy the hype, okay? Don't buy the hype. Don't think, I'm going to have a baby by myself with my, my boyfriend. Okay, I'm just telling y'all, okay? And it's, it's, just, it's just weird to me that people commit, can't commit to the kids, but they can't commit to each <laughs> How y'all going to be committed? It's wild. I mean, it's a wild thing. I mean, here's my thing, okay? And this doesn't go for women of oh, for 40, 40 to 45. I'm not talking about you in this, even though I think it's still important to think on this, okay? I don't understand in my head, just personally, okay? 
how, and, and, and forgive me if I sound old-fashioned and prudish and all this stuff, but how y'all can have a baby with somebody? Like, you know what I'm saying? I get mistakes happen. Listen, mistakes happen, baby, okay? Everybody out here who doing the do, a mistake can happen to anybody. I've talked about this on the show before, so I'm not being mean and judgmental. But what I can't understand is how y'all feel y'all feel comfortable in bringing a child into the world because that's a huge commitment and a tough one. But y'all don't be feeling comfortable with committing to to people like in a, like a, a marriage. But y'all feel comfortable. And commit in having, and I understand if you accidentally, you know, you get pregnant one time, you're like, oh, man, it's an accident, and you don't want to get married to a person. I respect that. But for these people who just out here planning, that be planning children, I'm not saying this was Naomi Osaka, but I'm just speaking just because we just dealt with that. Y'all just be planning children, talking about, yeah, we're going to have a baby, but we're going to live together, we ain't going to get married, we ain't going to do this. I'm just trying to figure out how does that work. I mean, because you're committing to a child, like, but you can't take the chance on each other. You want to commit to somebody. You want somebody to have a, a, a child, but you don't want to commit. I want to child. I mean, and it'd be a full plan. You know what I'm saying? Now, women who are over 40-some years old, it's a different thing for you. It's a different ball game. I understand. Okay, I'm not good. I understand women who are, they, they run it. And I still would say the same thing, you know, because I'm saying, but some women, you know, they might be doing, they run it, and they're in that different stage and different time in their life than their 20s and 30s, okay, early 30s. But even after 35 to 50 or 45 or whatever you have, baby, okay, to whatever, even during those times, you have to think of the environment that you're, to my personal opinion, that you're bringing your child in. You know what I'm saying? What's important? I mean, you know, if you don't, if you want, if you want to take a chance on somebody having a baby, how you don't want to take a chance on them being your person? I just don't understand it. It don't make no sense. Well, see, I ain't ready to commit. You know, I'm ready to, I ain't ready to commit. But let's we had this baby out in these streets. <laughs> it's wild. And ladies, most of women get left holding the bag because women are. It's my my grandparents. My grandma used to say it all the time, and my great grandma on it. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Okay, meaning that mama's gonna always, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. Is going to end up holding the bag for the kid if the person walks out. If the person is not an active parent. Even when you're married, women still, most women, not all, most women still take the majority of things because that's what a mother, a mother does. But if that person, if you have no commitment with that person, right, it makes it easier for them to, to, to it, they, you could get, I mean, either way you could get left holding the bag, but it's a lot harder for a, a married couple. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm not a person that encourages people to stay together just for kids and stuff like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that it's good if you're going to commit to having a child. You should commit to being together. That's just my personal opinion because that's a, 
it's a hard bargain. I just don't understand. I just can't understand how, like, it's just wild. You know, but, but again, there are people now, like I said, over 40 years when you mature in a different stage in your life, in your 40s and stuff like that, are you trying real quick or are you early? I mean, you know, you you at the edge or whatever, you might have a different kind of function of a family, you know what I'm saying, and you know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? You got an idea. Hey, I understand what I'm getting into. Okay, because when you you in your twenties and stuff, <laughs> in your early thirties, child, yeah, you don't really be know. You think you know, but you don't know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, and you can't compare yourself with celebrity, okay? Because celebrity is a far different world, okay? So that's just my opinion, okay? I might be sound like a old. I mean, I be sound like a dinosaur out here, okay? So you know, yeah, it is what it is, okay? But I'm not saying that you know. Single parents are not good parents. There are a lot of single parents that are great parents, okay? But I'm just saying try to have a functional family and, 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 and not look at celebrities as your idea of what, you know, ah, she didn't have baby by her. I didn't have baby by my You know, and I, you know, just, yeah, think differently, okay? All right, so. Gabrielle Union still worries about money. I know a lot of y'all was talking about this, okay? Um, yeah, this is from com. It says, recent interview, Gabrielle Union and Miss She and husband Dwayne Wade go 50-50 on their bills, and she still gets anxious about booking the next job to cover her massive financial responsibility. Okay, this is from, uh, this is in here. At what point did you develop first sense of security and that the work is coming and I just, as long as I keep knocking it out, there's going to be more and there isn't this sort of sense of the rug is going, could, could still be pulled out. Uh, I struggle with that still just because I, I think I just have more responsibility, you know, for my money. So I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I am I do I do, am I going to have enough to, to, to hold everybody up? And, and, and it's coming. Like, calm down. And I'm trying to find peace in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine, which is hard. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household we split everything fifty fifty. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this, like, gorilla on your back that is, is like, you better work, bitch. You better work. Bitch, you better work. You know, you, you want to sleep in? Hmm. You know, somebody might not eat. You know, well, you work. It's hard to let that go. So I'm working on that. One thing you get out of that is that these well, the people that you think is so-called rich be worrying about their bills, okay? They be like, because they be in a whole nother thing. They be worried for that next movie come through. Uh-oh, when that next concert going to come through? Oh, when that check going to come through? Child, they be worried too, okay? <laughs> but now, let me just say this, okay? <laughs> Gabrielle, you go 50-50 with Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, girl, bye. No way. Girl, that is on you. What is you doing going with 50-50 with Dwayne Wade? 
Oh, I need to give her hypergamy. What's my hypergamy? What's the, what's the hypergamy? What, what's my hypergamy person? Let me, what, what is her? My hypergamy. Uh, I need to give her. Put the, let me look this up here. My hypergamy person that she needs to listen to. I mean, because you can't be out here doing 50-50 now. Gabrielle. What is going on here? Where is she at? What's up? Hold on. Let's see if I can look her up. So, and some of y'all all are y'all who who okay with the uh, uh, with the, with that fifty fifty need to listen to um, her too. Um, let's see. I cannot find her. Oh my goodness, where's she at? Okay, yes, Chloe, under, Chloe underscore on YouTube, okay? Look at her. Gabrielle Union, you need to go look at Chloe underscore, okay? Sis, you should not be paying 50-50 with a man. What is he worth in the NBA, over the NBA? Like, he's worth a hundred and some million dollars, two hundred million dollars. Girl, bye. 50-50. 50-50, even with his two kids. His kids is grown almost, except for little, what's the little Zion and your little kid. Child, please. You know, 50-50-50-50-50. With Dwayne Wade. Do I, do I believe she's paying 50-50 for Dwayne Wade? Now, she is a Scorpio. I can kind of believe it. OPM, though. Eighth house. Scorpio runs the eighth house. I bet Gabrielle controls the atmosphere, the financial atmosphere, everything. So are you really spending 50-50, Gabrielle? Is that something just to make you feel better? I believe Gabrielle Union is paying. I don't know. I got to look at her choice. She might be. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Trey. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So, on to this next story, y'all. Okay. Um. Let me see. Where was I at? We talked about. We talked about Jamie. Let's get into um. Little Wayne. So. Let me just say this, celebrities, okay? I said this the other day. I had a speech this weekend on the show. If you missed the podcast this weekend, you guys know you can go to the blogtalkradio.com and listen to the archives of the Carlotta Chatwood Show if you missed it. Or you can go to Apple, okay? And you can look under the Carlotta Chatwood Show and you can find the podcast, all right? But listen, you celebrities, I already told y'all, especially you in the music business, times is, times is a change. I see how y'all here on concert tours. That's why y'all doing them real fast. Because y'all know. Everybody out here doing it, trying to perform. Beyonce out here with a uh, uh, hurt toe, allegedly. Hurt foot up here halfway dancing, trying to get some money for them taxes, allegedly. All y'all out here grabbing some money. Janet's out here in them big suits dancing. And trying to sing, and you know she can't. I'm not saying trying. Like Janice, my Janice is singer, but she out there in big suits 
dancing around and everything. Child. Okay? Trying to get some cash flow. Okay? Who else is out here? My favorite's out there. He been out here for like a hundred. He been out here. He was out here early. like as soon as it was over, over, he was like out here with the with the mask on. Okay, with the big plexiglass in the, I, I tell you one thing, if I do a meet and greet ever again, I bet not see no plexiglass nowhere around. But it was child, plastic or whatever that was, child, they been out here, okay, doing the most, trying to get this money, okay? Money, 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 okay? Now, Lil Wayne was been out here doing money grabs too, okay? Now, this is from the BallerAlert.com. It said, Lil Wayne abruptly canceled his L.A. concert mid-performance due to the lack of support from audience. We appreciate it, but we ain't about to be bending over backwards for these folks. We work too hard for this shit. Okay, this is what he said, okay? He worked too hard for this shit. After you done spent your hard-earned money to come see him, okay, he's up here talking about we work too hard for to deal with this, okay? Now, the show scene, it says, uh, this is according to BallerAlert.com. It says, uh, fans who attended the final date of Lil Wayne, Welcome to the Carter Tour, were left with a bad experience. Has he abruptly canceled the show in the middle of his performance? Weezy arrived in Los Angeles on Saturday for a concert at Wilton Theater in Koreatown. For those unable to attend the show in person, there was an option to watch live stream for a fee of $15. Wow. The concert start time was scheduled for 9 p.m. PDT, but Wayne didn't take the stage until 10 p.m. I love the idea. First of all, let me sidebar, because I've been thinking this, okay? I love the idea of streaming concerts to give listen artists, okay? Listen artists, if you're out there, this is a great idea to stream the show for an extra amount of money. That means you just don't make money off ticket sales from the tickets of the, of, 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 of the con- you know the concert itself after overhead, but you can also make money from live streaming. People would love to kick in and say, "Hey, I, you know me, I'd love to kick in and see a show live, and you pay an extra fee." I would do that. That's kind of dope. Y'all gotta start thinking outside the box. Little Wayne, that was smart as hell. Little Grim, like Little Grim, came. I mean, Little Wayne was thought of something. Good. This was, that was smart. And I think I said that before, too. I said that years ago about Essence and they started doing It's a great idea to start streaming concerts. That's an extra fee. Wonderful. It would not stop people from coming out to see you. And here's the deal. Mm. How would you do that with trying not to affect ticket sales? What I would probably do... I mean, most people want to see live anyway, but what I probably would do is wouldn't announce it until that night and put it on my website or something like that or advertise it that day once the ticket sales have been sold and everything that day. Hey, you you guys can catch my show on live stream for this amount, hey, pay-per-view, whatever. That's actually a great idea. I love that idea, okay? Uh, But it says, uh, he says, Little Wayne instructed his... uh, 
It says, however, just as the Cubans was about to perform his soundtrack, Wayne returned to the stage, took the microphone, and expressed they were not receiving enough support from the crowd, prompting him to conclude the show. So he was mad because his artists wasn't getting love, not him. Okay, maybe they don't like them. He said, we appreciate it, but we ain't about to be bending over backwards for these folks. We work too hard for this year. We work way too hard, Wayne told Cubas. Then he then addresses the audience saying, this is my motherfucking artist, Alan. This was Twist. This was Yaj. We are young money. We appreciate y'all time. Subsequently, Wayne placed the microphone down and gestured to his crew, indicating that it was time to leave. The unexpected turn left numerous fans confused as they anticipated Wayne's return to the stage. However, approximately after 10 minutes of a fan, a fans exchanging puzzled looks and some chanting wheezy, the lights were raised and the attendees were instructed to evacuate the venue, okay? Vacate the venue. No explanation was provided by either Little Wayne or his team regarding the cancellation of the show. Okay, let me just say this. As an artist, you have good nights and bad nights. You have nights when you perform in front of an audience that's just not moving or not that, you know, not paying attention. I mean, they're there, but it's not, you know, they might, you know, they might not, you may not as connect as well as you do in other cities and stuff like that. But it's still your obligation as an artist to perform. And it is your obligation to perform well, unless they're doing something rude like throwing tomatoes at you. Other than that, What's the deal? What you talking about? People work too hard for their money to come out and spend their money on your ticket then spend money on gas. Have you seen gas prices lately, Lil Wayne? Probably not. But for the regular folks, gas is creeping up. People done spent money on gas. Some people don't even travel from out of town to see, I don't know why, but to see Lil Wayne, okay? And... People done spent money on outfits, drinks at the venue, all kind of stuff for the nerve of you to talk about. Well, because you know you better be glad that was your last show. That was your last, they said that it was the last show. But, it, you know, the rumor, the word was gosh. What he did was basically he robbed his fans. Terrible. You talking about you, the arrogance of that. We work too hard for this. Well, we work too hard to come to, 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 to spend money on you to give probably for your half, you to, you to bring out, send out your artists. We pay to see you, not your artists, but you're going to send your artists out. And because people upset, because you didn't give they didn't do good. Obviously, the audience wasn't that interested in them. And you get mad and come out time out. We work too hard. But no, we're not here to see them. We're here to see you, little Wayne. Then you come back out. You know what you do as an artist. A great artist would come back out there and hype up the show, work with them. Why was you just hanging out backstage? Like you was taking a, a breather or a break. And they're going to come out and get mad. And we work too hard. No, 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 no. The fans work too hard, and obviously you have forgot where your bread is buttered. And let me tell you, okay, the way the music industry is going, I hope you got money saved. I hope you got a lot of it. I hope you together, man. I hope you can afford to talk this ish, okay? Because if the inflation keeps going like it's going, child, why do you think it'll be coming out? If people keep losing jobs and stuff, people ain't going to be coming out to see you. 
People ain't going to be buying your music. People going to be having fun. Listen, it has changed. Post-COVID, baby, things have changed. I don't know where you at or where your head is at. Again, that's like Doja Cat this week, the ungratefulness of it. This is what y'all done to some of these celebrities. They are so ungrateful, a lot of them. Coming out saying the wildest stuff. Just coming out just saying, well, we work too hard. I mean, you weren't even performing. You had one of your uh, artists performing, and you were coming out getting mad because they didn't like your artist. The nerve. The absolute nerve. And what make it so bad, I was listening to somebody today, and they was talking about, when the last time Lil Wayne done had a hit? I was like, you know, you know when the last time you done had a new single? And people still come to see you? Do you know how grateful you should be? A single where you wouldn't feature. Speaking of ungrateful, I'm not ready to talk about John Morant yet. Oh my God. A complete and total mess. And you know what I really think? I was thinking today, I was talking, I said, John Morant. I said, you know, I think when you see a dude like him, I was saying he reminded me of Aaron Hernandez. Remember Aaron Hernandez? Y'all remember the story of Aaron Hernandez who was playing for the New England Patriots, made all that, and dad was making all that money and stuff and everything, and ended up, let's just just, pull this back up, okay, Uh, the Aaron Hernandez thing. Let me see if I can pull it up here so I can get it right the story. But it was reminding me of that today, and I was like, oh, yeah, this reminds me a lot of the Aaron Hernandez story. And not to speak bad over Ja, but he's heading that way, okay? It says, uh, Aaron, this was saying on The Spun, it says, uh, Aaron Hernandez is trending following Sunday's disturbing news. This is uh, from The Spun, MSN.com. It says, former New England Patriots star Aaron Hernandez, who was convicted of murder, is trending following the disturbing Ja Morant news. That's never a good thing. On Sunday, the video of John Morant brandishing a gun went viral on social media. Morant since been, since has been punished by the Memphis uh, Grizzlies. Uh, now Hernandez, who died in prison, is trending on social media on Sunday afternoon. And somebody said, this is a tweet, it says, John Morant suffers from Aaron Hernandez syndrome. Somebody who grew up with a good family, well, I don't know. Uh, I hope his family is good in suburbia and is making millions, has a star athlete, but is addicted to wanting to be a gang-banging thug, a fan wrote. And somebody said, this fool is trying to be Hernandez so bad, one fan added. Uh, let me just say this, and I looked up his chart today. Child, he got that Leo, Leo Sun, Leo Moon. Well, he had like a Mercury and Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> Woo-hoo, he's a fit. You 
can't tell him already nothing, okay? Okay. I just erased his chart. I just took his chart down. Let me see if I can pull it back up for y'all. His chart, because child, I had, you know, I, pe- I had to pull it. I was like, let me see what's going on. Mm. Let me pull it up for y'all. Okay, so he has... A Leo, a Leo Sun, Leo Moon. No, his Mercury's in Cancer. His Mars, yes, Mars and Scorpio, chap. And with that leap, so basically, you know, this here's a, he got a North Node in Leo. He's got a lot of, lot of Leo energy in his chart. His Chiron is in uh, Chiron, Chiron is in Scorpio. His ascendant's in Libra. <clears throat> Uh, listen, this guy, I mean, from the looks of his chart, you know what I'm saying? He could probably be wild. I mean, he probably could go be crazy out there. I ain't even really got to look up this chart to tell you what's going on, okay? I really don't. Let me take that. Let me just take that out, okay? Listen, anybody who will give up, who's already been suspended and allegedly they they he gave up thirty nine million dollars. I don't know if it's nothing you can say to him. Like that's gonna stop him from acting a fool. Like thirty nine million dollars would do it for me. Like I'd be like, oh heck, did I just put thirty nine million dollars? You know. But you know, I'm not. I got that. You know, child. I got. Uh, I'm. You know. I got that Virgo moon. Okay. And so money talks to me, okay? I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> I mean, I I'd be like, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, it it would disturb me losing that money. I'd be like, oh, what the Oh man, I be telling my friend I can't hang out with y'all no more. Uh-uh, I lost thirty nine million dollars off you Negroes. No way, I'm not hanging. Out. Don't even come by me. I don't even know y'all name. What's your name? Who you? I don't even know you. I'm, I'd be, I'd, I'd hire new security to keep them away from me. I just wouldn't. I, it would just be over for them. <laughs> I wouldn't even be hanging around them kind of. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know them. I wouldn't hang around them whatsoever. But apparently. John Lamont is just like, you know, I don't care. Child, you can't tell me. I got that Virgo in the second house, too. Child, you can My money, $39 million be looking at me. I'd be like, no. Did $39, did I just lose $39 million for a suspension? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, that can't work. But apparently the money ain't important to Jai. And you know what? Here's the one thing I'll say. Being in black America and being probably the sole money coming from your family, this guy, has, he has a huge wealthy contract. I mean, a huge, huge contract. He's in Memphis, which is a very high crime area, everything. And having a, it could be so much pressure. 
because you're taking care of family. There's probably some hangers on around you. All kind of craziness going on, and there comes a lot of pressure to the point where sometimes people start doing irresponsible things on a subconscious level to make them lose it all because basically sometimes they really can't handle the crown. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. According to Fox News, Memphis Grizzly star John Moran appeared to flash a gun in a video on Instagram Live on Saturday night while he was in a vehicle with friends. Who is these friends you got that want to go always live and don't be telling nobody? The video showed Moran in the passenger seat dancing to some music and some friend, with some friends. He then appeared to pull a gun out, out to show off to the camera, and that's when the friend holding the phone pulled it away from the Grizzly's point guard and faced it toward his shoulder. A photo appearing to show Morant with the weapon went viral on social media, okay? Now, here's the thing. I am I believe in the Second Amendment, people's right to own guns. Okay? And it would be different if Job was showing his like say for instance Jai was in his mansion, and he was showing his house, and then he showed you, hey, here's my gun collection, glassed all up in a nice case or whatever, or whatever, but dancing and jumping around and being uncareless with the gun and all kinds of stuff just says so much. And then not only to mention all the incidents that have happened with Jai Marat, because it's more to this than just about holding a gun. On Instagram, oh my God! When you read all the incidents that has happened with Ja Morant, it begins to paint a picture for me. Alleged incidents that have happened, y'all go back and read them. Mm. And you know what I think? When I see stuff like that, that tells me you're probably far worse. Probably far worse, and you know who knows it that he's far worse. Probably this is just my opinion. It ain't saying any facts, but I'm just saying, you know who probably knows that this kid is far worse than what you see on that Instagram throwing a gun. Probably local authorities, bi, and the NBA. This is just my personal opinion. He's probably far worse. If he is branding a gun, if he is doing all these incidents where allegedly he went to an incident where he went off on a like a, a worker at a shoe store, his mama called him, and that's another thing, his mama be calling him like he's some sort of bodyguard or something, but call him, call him and, and, and she got into it with a person at the foot, uh, foot store or something, and allegedly... The, they said the, the worker had to lock himself into a back room, and allegedly John Morant came back there bamming on the door with eight or nine of his friends out there with him. He bamming on the door talking about allegedly, talking about he going to kick somebody's ass and all this stuff. This is just one of the stories. Now, he did this in front of people at a store. So that tells you, okay, that tells you, honey. Okay, that's because he can make money right now. So don't nobody really want to tell the truth on his his ass. The NBA should be suspending him for a whole year. You should not be letting him play. This is somebody who I bet is a lot more trouble than they're giving out. It's a lot more there, okay? It's a lot more there. I know, I can tell, okay? 
I hope he ain't no Aaron Hernandez, though. Because I... Y'all read about the story about the red dots uh, after one of his the basketball games allegedly. Okay, pointing guns. Pointing guns. People allegedly. People allegedly pointing guns at other places. It's probably far worse. He's probably really gone. If he's lost thirty nine million dollars and got back on here and start doing the same thing. Let me read this. This is when he said, he said, I've just got to be better with my decision-making. Morant said, this is the first time via ESPN last month. That's month. That's pretty much it. Off-the-court issues affected us as an organization pretty much. Just just need more discipline. It was one of the few issues that came to light. This is Fox. The Indiana Pacers claimed that after an altercation between associates of Morant and the Pacers in January, a red laser was pointed at the team from an SUV that was carrying Morant, which the Pacers believed was a gun. The NBA investigated the incident and found that no individual uh, threatened others with a weapon. Mm-hmm. In the report by the Washington Post, Morant allegedly punched the teenager in the head. Okay, in March, police reports said, ja, uh, said Morant allegedly exposed a gun after punching a teenager last summer. In the report, the uh, Washington Post, Morant allegedly punched a teenager in the head 12 to 13 times in a pickup basketball game at Morant's house. According to the report, Morant went to the house after the altercation and emerged with a gun in his waist and his hand on the weapon. I feel like mine is more off the court and on the court. Just being disciplined both sides, Morant said back in April. Off the court, making better decisions. On the court, being locked and even more. Being a team leader. It's pretty much starts with me. So however I attack the situation, I know my guys will follow. I just have to be better than that area. Okay. Let me tell you. If these stories are true, this is Carlotta. 101 opinion, okay? It is far worse. That's my opinion. You know what y'all should really be doing? Asking locals down there in, in Memphis. Okay? Because my opinion is if, that, if the first time you get suspended and you allegedly lost a bunch of money because you missed a bunch of games, seven to eight games, and that didn't do nothing to you, that didn't make you say, you know what, y'all, I can't leave... It is nothing that y'all going to do. If it, at this point, it feels like the NBA is lightly punishing him because they're you know, like, oh, that's money, that's right. But that's bad. That's like I said about Chris Brown the other week. You keep protecting Chris Brown, you're going to destroy him. But those people don't usually care about destroying him. See, people, the people around him, he thinks they care about him because they keep letting him do crazy stuff. But a man that doesn't discipline his his uh, uh, people who don't like the Bible says you know uh, if if, you, if your parents who love you discipline you how much more does uh, does God when he does when he does it I mean meaning this when people don't discipline you or don't tell you the truth and don't say it in love and people let you run around and do whatever you you want to do I question their love for you.
And that's the same thing John Morant got, Quentin. The NBA ain't got no love for him. They want they they trying to get that most, most talent out. But you got to have love for yourself, and you got to have somebody around you who got love for you to tell you the truth. Fool, you about to lose it all. And if you keep going around with uh, these fools you hanging around with, you either going to end up in the jail cell or you're going to be six feet under. Now, what you want to do, ball? Fall in the jail yard or uh, go on and, 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 and lay the rest. I mean, what you going to do? Because you can already tell. See, this isn't just him branding guns on Instagram. This is this is a person who got a number of incidents. And I do understand the famous have a lot of incidents. People be picking on them in clubs and all that stuff. But that's why people careful about who they hang around with and how they hang around them and what they hang around because – when you famous, you got to protect yourself and shield yourself just a little bit more, fool. Okay? I don't think there's nothing you can do. I think I actually think him he might be far gone. And I think there's more there. And they probably swept a, my personal opinion is they probably swept, swept a lot more under the rug with him. Okay? There's probably a lot more stuff we probably don't know. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Alleged, alleged opinion, okay? <laughs> no, it ain't an alleged opinion, but it is my opinion that there's probably a whole lot more going on with him. That's terrible. Well, it is what it is, you know, and it's sad to see that happen because, you know, so many people, so many young people would love to be in his position. So many young people um, would love to uh, play pro, pro basketball and um, and have the lifestyle and the life that you want. You know, it's always, I remember somebody always used to say uh, to me, say, somebody else can take your card and play uh, play the heck out of it. Somebody else can have your card in life and play the heck out of it. Boy, there's some kids out here who would love to have John Morant's cl- uh, 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 a card. And that tell, it, it just says to me, to, to me, is that if the NBA don't set no, I don't know if it really going to do no good. To be honest, I'm just saying the NBA needs to come harsher on him. Hopefully a light bulb will go off. But I personally believe, my personal opinion that I think, I think if he don't care, if he didn't care the first time after losing a bunch of money, money is not his motivation to stop. Perhaps if you sit his ass down for a year with no pay, then he'll get to and, t- and take away his endorsements. Now he's talking about we pausing. Pausing my ass. It's just, just drop him. You start seeing that drop, all that stuff drop, and then you you having to deal with your family. Let's see how he behaves then. And I, if he still behaves the same, then ain't nothing you can do. But at least y'all know out there. That ain't nothing you can do. Because my personal opinion is, if you the, allegedly they say he already lost thirty nine million dollars from being suspended the first time. In my opinion, if you can lose thirty nine million dollars, a hundred million ain't gonna uh, matter to you because he just want it's something in him that desires 
to be out in that kind of lifestyle. So money, it's not that, listen, it's a lot of people in these who who are wealthy and who get, who get great opportunities and great choices in life. I used to have this friend. I'll tell y'all this story, true story. Okay. I used to have this friend who was a tremendous football player. People all over loved this guy. My, he used to live far from me. That's why I'll just say this. And my friends used to be hanging around the block <laughs> so they can see this dude, okay? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and we used to be good friends, I mean, and stuff. And years, he was a, he was a, a many years older than me, but you, he, he, he was, like, popular around the city, okay? But in his life, he ended up being the, one of the biggest dope boys in the city, okay? Biggest, just biggest dope boy, biggest, okay? One of the biggest, okay? And I remember talking to him one day, and I said, because he had his, he brought his scrapbook over to the house, right? And I was sitting on the porch, and my family knew him, everybody knew him. <laughs> and my papa, he said, he a damn fool. <laughs> but there was love. People, my 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 family, my grandparents was very loving to people because they'd been knowing them since they was young or whatever. If he was, if he was. Uh, we didn't let certain people, right? but if you was a thug, you know, we grew, I grew up with you. So we, there was love there, okay? So we sitting on the porch, he going through his scrap, all this stuff that he had. I mean, man, you talking about, I mean, offers from USC, UCLA. I mean, you talking about, and I said to him, I said, why would you not? Why did you not go to school? Why did you not pursue your football? And he even had a friend that went pro. You just came over there. You just come over and hang out to the round they at their place. And he said to me, "I was more interested in the game at the time." I'm like, you could have been a star. But I don't believe, I said, you could have had way more money than you had now. I mean, <laughs> and you wouldn't have to do such dangerous things. But my belief was that he just didn't simply care about that. It was, and and there was probably a fear in that, but it was simply he was attracted to another lifestyle. Even though he had the gifts and the talents and the smarts, smart as hell, to go mean to do powerful things, he rather be a dope boy. That's that was crazy as hell to me. Crazy. Okay. And the last time I saw him, I don't know, he didn't look too good last time I saw him. I don't know where he at now. But listen, I'm just telling you, listen, gifts don't mean a damn thing if you don't know how to use them. You know how many dudes in the hood that was probably better than Jordan? I'll wait. In hoods across urban across America and urban cities.
a lot of them. But it's not just talent that's important. Talent will open the doors for you. And talent may even get you in the room. Talent may even get you in the ball game. And talent for a long time may keep you somewhere where you are screwing the hell up. But eventually, if your character ain't right, you gonna get taken down. Facts. Okay? You get taken down. If you don't get taken down, if you don't get taken down, you will not probably be very happy. You won't pay some sort of way. Talent ain't enough. Child Morant, talent ain't enough. NBA, talent ain't enough. Y'all going, y'all going, what y'all going to do is be a part of the destruction to keep giving this kid money and money and money. I tell them, second, you get a second opportunity for from us. But we suspending you for a whole year. Let me see what you do with that year. And if I was the NBA, I'd watch him rather closely. And if he couldn't do nothing with that that year, I'd kick him out the league. Because, honey, if you can't live, you can't, you can't have, be happy about, if you can't be upset about losing all that money the first time, money is not his motivation. And I don't know if playing ball is. Sometimes you just got a talent. You know, sometimes people take their talents for granted. Like, sometimes people have great talents, but they don't even care about them. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I can ball. Yeah, I can do this. But they they come so easy to them that they lazy with them. Like, they, like you might be the fastest. It may be easy for you to run. Some people fast, just naturally fast. It's easy. Ain't nothing for them like them Ain't nothing for them to smoke somebody, you know what I'm saying, in a race. And they can do all kind of wild stuff and still end up smoking somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because they just naturally gifted with the gift of running. But people like that sometimes, too, they don't ever want to uh, enhance their gifts and discipline themselves in their gifts. Because it comes so easy to them. So they're like, I don't need to practice. I can just come out here on these streets, you know. I, I smoke this joint, then come out here and smoke, smoke somebody in the run, you know. I ain't gotta uh, eat right. I ain't gotta uh, cause I ain't gotta uh, 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 take care of my vocals. <laughs> I don't gotta uh, 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 take care of uh, um, uh, uh, my uh, face or my hand. I can do whatever I want to. I ain't got to discipline my body. I ain't got to do nothing because it comes so easy. They naturally gifted, and them are sometimes the hardest, hardest people to deal with and help them understand that your talent and your gifts ain't enough. You can have the greatest of gifts, but eventually it'll stop working for you if you don't keep training them. You might be a great singer, but if you keep, you know, if you keep, you know, fucking up your voice with smoking and drink and all this stuff all the time, and <laughs> how long do you think that's gonna last? Let's let's ask. I'm saying to ask Whitney Houston, but where's Whitney right now? 
gone, gone to glory. Okay, and we know what happened there. Okay, talent isn't the only thing that you need to sustain a career, sustain a gift, and to use a gift in its proper its proper perspective. It's proper uh, uh, to use a gift to inspire and influence the world. And it's a lot of people right now all through Hollywood, and this isn't new, it's been through the ages, who have, think, who, who have thought that they could cheat fate. I don't even know if it's fate. They thought that they could cheat God's universal laws by just being talented. I'm too talented. See, I, 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 can, I can go out on stage. I can be high as I want to be, and I still give a good performance. But eventually people are going to start saying, is that fool high? Yeah, uh-oh. Right? When you think you're doing good, eventually it's going to wear out. That talent going to wear Is that fool out here high? That fool out here drunk? Is that fool out here drunk performing? Right. Eventually it's going to tell on you. Eventually, because your talent is not, it cannot sustain you alone. You have to build character and discipline and all kinds of things with your talent. That's something I even have to tell myself. So I, this is we're gonna leave off on this today. This is y'all. Y'all know how for my listeners, I give y'all. It's a word this week. This y'all. It's a word. Okay, talent is not enough. And a lot of you kids in the new generation, y'all think that because y'all been seeing these people up here who they let to, who they let be up here, and it's not new. Ter- people who 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 do who not discipline, people who uh, 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 don't have no character, but they highly talented and successful, and you say, dang, they still going out here, they still going out here, but eventually it starts to all fall down. That is the only thing you're going to depend on. If the only thing you think is going to keep you in the game is talent, you're sadly mistaken. From Art Kelly, look at Robert. Look at Robert. Where Robert at right now? Okay. Remember what I told you? I, remember you? I always say, you know why? I said this one time on the show and people would get mad at me. I said, Robert ain't in jail just because of no underage girls. That's not why he's in jail. That's part of it. I mean, you know, in the spirit realm. Spirit realm really is that Robert never got Maturity. Sometimes God will sit you down someplace, sit you, sit your tail down, so that you you need to learn how to read. If allegedly is true that he didn't know how to read, and he was up there dealing with, he was up there writing all them songs and stuff, and you still didn't know how to read and write and count. Now you got plenty of time to learn those things. You couldn't sustain that type of career you had without knowing those things eventually. It was going to come to eat you alive, especially in that business, okay? It's a whole lot more tragic stories I can tell okay? And, you know, when, you ain't, when you're not willing to mature and you're still 16 in your head and you want to deal, allegedly, with young, well, that's what y'all say. I don't know. The Robert Kelly story is so wild, but you want to still deal with babies. Because you ain't mature in your head. You ain't done nothing to 
dig yourself. You got the money, but you ain't did nothing to get yourself healthy. You just cranking out funds, cranking out funds. I'm talented, I'm talented. That's the one thing we keep saying about. He's so talented, he's so talented. But he's so talented, but he's so dumb. And that's all it was, his talent. Cranking out all them songs, but not fixing what needed to be fixed. Now he got plenty of time. Got what he got? Thirty years to fix it? Maybe not. Maybe there's something happens to change. But that's why I'm saying to people. I'm saying to young people, talent is not the end all, be all. Don't let your talent put you where your character can't keep you, baby. And I don't mean you got to be perfect because everybody make mistakes. I make mistakes. Everybody make mistakes. It, that's life. But when you out here and you think that oh, I'm just I'm I'm they ain't gonna do nothing to me. I'm the most talented player in the NBA. All right. And you running around with thugger uh, bunnies. I would say ask Aaron Hernandez, but you see where he at. Now, that's it for the Carlotta chat with show today. <laughs> I told y'all I was going to give y'all a short show tonight. That is it. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Okay, so I'm trying a different format. Remember, you guys can hit me up uh, on the Carlotta chat with show. This is just where I'm going to give y'all, try to give y'all some short shows during the week with different things, but uh, with different stories. But, y'all, remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can also hit me up on C Chatwood Show on Twitter. That's the main Twitter account. And then Carlotta72. That's the one I seldom use, but it's still there, okay? And then you can hit me up also on Instagram at Carly's with an S, C-R-L-Y-S underscore Galaxy, all right? And um, that's it. Hey, you guys, have a wonderful week. And remember, remember what I said, talent ain't everything. Talent is never enough. Don't let your talent put you where your character can't keep you. That's a word for the week, child, okay? I'm out. See y'all. Peace.